0: Giants podcast episode number 239 boys and girls welcome back I'm Farhad I'm the host that loves you most and I'm joined here by Kevin and Zach both coming from the United States from now you know Kevin is a, a correspondent in Turin but he just happens to be visiting and uh, we're, we're we're happy to have you on this side of the pond boss what's up
1: uh, happy to be here happy to see some family uh hasn't been great watching the uve matches since i've been back but uh no always great to be back stateside
0: yeah i mean um kevin kevin went, went viral i was just looking at the at the comments and somebody commented on our instagram post where um, you recorded the the vlavich free kick and espn picked it up and i don't think we talked about it a lot but uh, it was a fun couple of days, you know, getting messages from big wigs at, you know, big sports networks, just because Kevin happened to have a perfect angle of the free kick goal. Uh, I mean, it, it, on ESPN, it had like 200,000 views or something like that. It was a lot. Of course, Zach, what's up, buddy?
2: I'm all right, man. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Uh, there's been some changes around here. Uh, if you go on our, I usually, let me let me do the little intro. So let's, ways to listen to us is... On all podcast platforms, Uh, specifically Spotify is the best one because we sometimes include the video. Not this time around. Uh, It's a little cold to record where I usually record because we had a freaking tornado rip through our town yesterday. It's like uh, just such weird problems that we have. So this time around is just audio. Uh, Follow us at UVET Podcast on Twitter. At Turin Giants on Instagram and also at Turin Giants on Twitter as or X, uh, if you want to keep up with the merchandise and and apparel. There's a lot of changes coming. The hoodies, the the OG hoodies are available now. I know a lot of people have been asking. Those are those are pretty sweet. Um, yeah, you know, get in touch with us. Uh, there's been a couple of changes. Usually at this time, I would provide you guys uh, um a link to. Our YouTube page but you guys know what happened to that one it's uh yeah it's, it's 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 weird I don't know what happened to that one but basically basically there were two people that were on our podcast and I just want to make a a few things clear uh they disagreed they decided that um Turin Giants is no longer a um uh, a needed resource for them and they separated changed the passwords uh kicked me out as a as an administrator and, um, you know, change the name of the Turin Giants page on YouTube. And if you see uh, the Double D show instead of Turin Giants show now pop up, you know why. Uh, there's been some disagreements, but just to clear the air, disagreements are fine if it's a group of collaborators. Uh, what's not fine is kicking out the person who created everything from the start. It uh, doesn't matter if you were the main contributor, which was the main problem. Uh, the two guys that were uh, running the YouTube page were unhappy um, with lack of recognition, even though they were given complete freedom to do whatever they want. That wasn't enough for them. They changed the passwords, hijacked uh, the the account, and then made me feel and look like a bad guy. So, um, you know, we... Uh, over here we're we're trying to you know stay positive so there's no mistakes only lessons uh lessons were learned Uh, i appreciate everyone who stuck by me it was uh it was not fun not a fun week basically to uh to hear and read stuff about you that may not have been true but what's true is um life is busy guys when you know when i started this 10 years ago um, I have plenty of time to do all of these things and, and you know, Juve fandom has changed. So people de- demand more and people are a little more callous by now. People are a little more um, number driven. When I started the podcast, it was just, you know, friends talking about Juve. Uh, people want more now. You know, social media has changed. It's no longer a kickback place where we, we, we talk to friends. But I do want to keep this space. I want to, I do want to keep Turin Giants a place for friends. Uh, friendly conversation. Maybe we don't always talk about Juve. Uh, we make mistakes. But you know what? We're all humans. This podcast is not a mainstream program. And I, I take pride in that. I take pride in the fact that, you know, you guys know me and people meet me and, and see me. And, and we're all friends around here. So, um I have no problems with any of you guys sticking to the other side of the of Turin Giants, well, ex-Turin Giants now. But just know that whatever disagreement was had, nothing trumps betrayal in my eyes. If you, if you, without me knowing, hijack the account and decide to do your own thing and try to justify it, I don't fuck with that. I promised kevin i wouldn't i wouldn't use any bad words but it just you can hear it in my voice it's just really really uh frustrating to uh to wake up to your all of your accounts locked out and a completely brand new show pop up with uh resources that were used and friendships that i built and uh connections and you know you don't get you know all of these connections without giving me a little credit but you know what we moved on we will revive the Turin Giants on YouTube, just not yet. We're going through a little bit of a um, rebuild around here, but main focus still is this is a friendly community. This is a friendly place for 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 people who maybe want a little more than just breakdowns of shows, uh, breakdowns of games, and, and a lot of tactical talk, and a lot of... We're here to have fun. Uh, like I said, you know, no mistakes, only lessons. Uh, this will not make me bitter as far as uh being a being a content creator uh so the last thing i'm gonna say is um you know i always end the shows with telling people stay hydrated so, you know check on your friends and forza you the check on your friends part uh i want to single out someone uh who checked on me uh rav from you know you guys know rav he's a he's a good friend of ours um him checking up on on a homie well meant a lot and obviously everyone you know kevin stuck by and and Zaki and uh nilesh who was a who you know who does reels on instagram throughout this unpleasantness i really do appreciate you guys and you know it means a lot when when people check on their friends in this in this case um it was really important to me it was it meant a lot so that's that's the thing um yeah <laughs> Uh, the double d show on to on on youtube i'm not saying you can unsubscribe but if you are not down with with this behavior if you want to uh you know separate yourself from those two please you know be my guest moving on we got a lot to talk about boys episode number 239 as i always say there's tons of Uh, entertainment Juventus entertainment options for you guys out there including one more I guess as of last week Um, but what we're going to talk about uh, Allegri and the amazing record that was reached last week Uh, Kevin is going to take on that that beast you know there's you know Allegri Allegri is a is a polarizing figure so Kevin will chime in with that we will discuss the Frosinone game and how that played out. And finally, you know, those three points that were much needed, even though it was in the 93rd minute or something like that. Uh, we're going to look ahead um, for, to the game against Napoli. We'll read a couple of news here and there. Uh, keep it a tight hour or so. I mean, I've been been talking for the last eight minutes. So you guys want to get to it? We, they go. can't see. They, they can't see you, Zach. Yeah. They can't see you <laughs> shrugging. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, let's go. And, uh, yeah, so I have, a, I have a Juventus website pulled up here, and um the article says here, Massimil- Massimiliano Allegri has become the first coach in the history of Serie A, not just Juve, mind you, but Serie A, to reach 1,000 point mark uh, with his current uh, league record. Including three hundred and one wins, ninety nine draws, and ninety six defeats. First of all, what do you guys look at when you guys look at that ratio? What does that tell you, Kevin? He's a winner. 300, 301 <laughs> wins and ninety nine draws. He's a winner. I, I mean,
1: look at what he's done for our club. Um, I, I think what's fascinating to me about Allegri is just how polarizing of a figure he is at our club and the number of titles he's won, how he's gone through transformations of squads, how took us back to champions league success. Yes. I know we lost uh, two finals, but we hadn't seen anything like that since Uh, since before Calciopoli, right? And that was meaningful. Came back to a pretty difficult situation, uh, one not of his own making, and has tried to navigate it. And it's amazing how quickly the fan base has changed um, from even just like, not not just from original Allegri to Allegri 2.0, but just even week to week, month to month. I mean, just think how, how this year started, right? And I forget the exact mm-hmm. numbers, and I'm sure somebody can call me out on it. But those first couple games, scoring something like 24 goals and letting in two or three goals in those first couple of matches between Serie A and Coppa Italia, uh, just the accolades get going towards him. And then these last couple of weeks where it's been a little bit tight, right? Struggling against some relegation sides and the Allegri out stuff pops up again and you start seeing bands of fans (laughs) paying for, uh, you guys see that, that ad in Times Square in New York calling for Allegri out. I mean, it's just, he's, he's an enigma. I mean, like what, what, what do you guys think about him? I mean, is he somebody, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about whether you'd want to see him on the bench next year, see his contract renewed, but just is he somebody that you cherish as a part of UVA's, History, or uh, I, I think there's I been
0: don't like him. I think there's been more disappointments than something to celebrate with Allegri and uh records and, and individual games here and there are great, but uh, there was you know five Serie A titles in a row and plenty of uh, you know Coppa Italia wins, but um. The, those two Champions League losses and a bunch of exits, you know, premature exits in the, you know, in the 16th and, and quarterfinal, I think that kind of uh, tarnishes the legacy. What do you think, Zach?
2: Man, uh, I actually had to like double check to like verify that was real. Like when I saw that New York Times ad, I'm like, this has got to be like Photoshop. Like This got to be a joke. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. This is absurd. You'd pay for that type of space for that message after you know we're in second you know first you know vying for first place okay we you know we we have a bad game and we lose you know okay and we lose one game and you're vying for that yeah it was ugly sure but like come on this isn't like some sort of catastrophe but hey i mean i wish i had the money to just throw out a new york times ad i mean
0: shit that no it was not new york it was it was times square oh, right. it, it was a, a square, times square. it yeah. was a digital exactly. if, for, a for digital those who don't know on the square for those who don't know i woke up to a bunch of uh whatsapp threads just ripping those guys and they, they identify i was like i was so sleepy i was like what what is going on like how crazy how crazy are things going with media nowadays so they they uh took out an ad on times square one of those digital big old digital right, billboards old yeah c- you know completely blasting their own coach it's it's kind of disgusting it's to me to it's like, like you, can, y- you can you can <laughs> you can you can complain and you can uh, you know fight with other uv fans it's like it's like any other community people fight and people squabble but kind of making us a laughing stock if you supposedly love the team i'm not down with that
2: Dude, they're acting like we're in, like, a relegation fight. Like, what? Dude, we're in the yeah. top four. Like, relax. Yeah, it was an ugly game, but okay, that stuff happens. They're not machines. Um, But, no, like, my my most feminine, like formative memories of the club, especially the fact that, like, I haven't, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit younger and I didn't have access to, or knowledge, uh, access to watching Juventus until uh, Antonio, Antonio Conte was the manager, so um, most of my most formative memories with Juventus have been with Allegri. And there, yeah, there have been some some total heartbreaks. Some of that is bad luck. Some of that is mm-hmm. is what squad and how much money we could uh, we could spend versus mm-hmm. you know prime Real Madrid and prime Barcelona of that era. Like okay, but with some of that was unlucky. Some of that was failing. But for the most part, I mean. I mean, who he I, I was
1: able we'll to beat consistently, right? Is, I mean, aside you know, from aside from the two dude, finals, of
2: course, but I mean, dude, I mean, he was going toe to toe with those squads, them. and then you look, yeah, and then you look at you look again, not not that it goes back into wages or whatever, but like you look at like our our wage bill versus theirs. I mean, it was staggering the amount of money that Real Madrid had put like on the table, and we were literally beating them and knocking them out of like some Champions League seasons. You know, um,
0: do, do you guys mind if I read some of the? Uh the the, the the record of his in Juve colors. So his time at black and white in black and white makes up the bulk of his achievement, which yeah. is 201 wins, 50 draws, making up six hundred and fifty three points out of the one thousand and two points earned so far. Okay. And right. you know, he's gonna keep racking those numbers up because I wish they would, you know, I wish they would tell us who's in number two, number three position, in those. But I know Trapattoni and, and Lippi were uh, kind of going head to head with him. But Allegri is, is, as they say, clear. Right. Uh, clear um, of them.
2: But, but no, for me, I mean, Allegri is absolutely cemented in into our legacy. I mean, dude, you don't win five straight. Serie a titles i don't care how good your team is and i don't care how bad quote unquote the league is like um
0: that so,
2: is. that is so unbelievably difficult the fact that we did do it um without the sort of pyramid like structure that comes with like say a, a bundesliga you know where everybody just kind of throws their talent their talent all just gets sucked up by by Bar- you know by uh, by munich at one point um, we very much I, like there were tough seasons. There were seasons that, you know, any sort of certain break or you know certain thing that that went the wrong way or could have been Napoli's season, could have been uh, someone mm-hmm. else's season, but we didn't. We won. You know, like mm-hmm. it's and that's I think p- part and parcel to Allegri's management. Uh, you know, um, and then certain things happened, and I think some people got really. Bitter. I know at one point I was kind of like, eh, maybe we should try something different, but you know, sometimes the grass ain't always greener.
1: So, looking at that both of you, do you each have a like top Allegri match and one that you just left the worst taste in your mouth, just so full of frustration oh. that had you maybe saying Allegri out at the end of it? But, uh, Farhad, give me your picks.
0: I absolutely do. Uh, so I have these two games pulled up. Let's let's start with the good game. The good game, of course. First thing that comes to mind. I'm trying to I'm desperately trying to find my uh, my tab here. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Did I close it? Of course that happened. No, I did not. So the game against Atletico, the 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 Ronaldo hat trick, of course, has to be. Um, has to be one of the greatest games you know it's it's Ronaldo was a big factor in it scoring a hat-trick of course but you takes a special coach to prepare a team that's down 2-0 on aggregate to come back 3-0 and beat Atletico a really tough team to score against so um I just wanted to kind of bring back the good memories and read the lineups for that game where in and uh, Emre Can was on the right. He was actually defending on the right. Bonucci <laughs> in the center. Chiellini on the left. Uh, so three-four-one-two basically. Cancelo on the right. Matuidi, Pjanic, Spinazzola, uh, Fern- uh, Bernadeschi as a as a kind of a regista role, and Ronaldo, Mandzukic up top. Ah, oh, good memories. Good memories. So that was basically the game that stood out. The game that. Oh, let me find my my other um tab here the game that really made me upset and i remember having uh mina Ruzuki on our podcast afterwards it's the it's the demolition of juve at home which was against Villarreal. it was march 16th mm-hmm. 2022 um so the inside of the game was insights here shows Juventus suffered their joint heaviest home defeat in the UEFA Champions League with two of the four occasions where they've lost by three goals coming against Spanish teams. Um, uh, basically, we lost, I don't know what, what that means, but basically we lost to uh, United in 2022, sorry, 2002-2003 season. We lost at home 3-0 and then we lost against Bayern Munich 1-4 and 0-3 against Real Madrid in 2017-2018 uh, season. That one stung. I remember how toothless we were. I remember how unprepared we were. It was a uh, it was uh it was 1-1 go- going into this game and the game and yeah. it ended 1-4 in aggregate. It was an absolute uh game we could we could have won. It was only 1-1 but I remember going back to the game. It's it was it was so pathetic, you know, rolling the ball around when you needed to score. It was like I said, it was absolutely toothless. It was. Uh, I remember we we tried to make sense of it, and we just kept going back to Allegri. Didn't prepare the team. Allegri didn't. Uh, don't remember obviously the the details of the game, but to me, the defeat against Villa, Villarreal was was the worst probably game in his. Um, With Allegri up, you know, in charge. What do you guys think?
2: That was a hard one to swallow. I do remember that. That was real. And I remember listening to this pod after that and being like (laughs) sick.
0: Yeah. But that
2: whole tie
1: was just awful. Because didn't Duzon score in like the first 11 seconds or something in the first leg and then we just played like shit the entire rest of the game? And then it came time to turn it around at home and just totally blew it. That whole tie was just really frustrating.
0: And we were, we were. I mean, there, there was a goal that came in 92nd minute. There was a goal that came in 85th minute. You know, we completely gave up towards the end. And there was a goal, I mean, they. it was 0-0 until 78th minute. I'm looking over here and, you know, penalty in, in 77th minute and the, you, you just know you know when Allegri is having a bad day it's a bad day so you, bad. you know when they get you know when a game starts really nicely and then we kind of give up by minute 15 and the other team kind of absorb the pressure and they start believing we can beat this team that's exactly what happened here because we're just so not dangerous basically it was it was champions league you have to win at least one zero and that's that's the approach you take. It was really upsetting. It was really upsetting. Uh, do you guys see, sorry, I totally missed, you know, uh, didn't let you guys give your own um, opinions. No, what do you guys right. think was the best and worst? Yeah. Zach, go ahead.
1: I, I've, I've got two that probably you won't think of.
2: Ooh, all right. I'm, I'm very curious about this now. Um, so, when I think of games that I really, really love, I actually go back to, I think it was seventeen eighteen, and it was Juve Inter, and we went down a man, and the game was tied at one, I remember Mario Icardi Mario scored, we go down, uh, no, Inter goes down a man, but Icardi scores, and then it's uh, ended up being two-two. And then um, I want to say maybe Quadrado plays in the ball uh, on a free kick, and Higuain scores uh, at like you know to ice you know at the very very end of the game. Mm-hmm. Just craziness, man! Um, I remember that that one being because um, I remember Inter was challenging that year, uh, and that was when we mm-hmm. kind of. Um, Turned the screw and that was it. You know what I mean? And it was just yeah, it was like a famous such- San
0: Sancir- famous famous goal yeah. by Higuaín. Sancir- it, yeah, yeah. it was a it was a it was Dybala's free kick. It was Dybala's free yeah. kick when he when he Dybal came on as a substitute. Kid, yeah. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was a good one. I actually totally forgot that one, but yeah, it was, was it's definitely, was definitely top three. It, I remember this game because I waited, I, I flew to LA for my niece's birthday. I waited all day to watch that game it was not spoiled thankfully i sat down with my dad and like we unfortunately live in different cities so it was we don't get a chance to watch games together and he's the man who instilled the love of the game to me so my mom had to close the windows because i was it was like 9 p.m or something and you know it's uh it's such a crazy game and that last goal that 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 sound yeah. that came out of me was so unnatural because I was just so, <laughs> I couldn't believe, I could not believe we're going, you know, we're, we we scored two goals within the last five minutes, quadrado with a cross, you know, it bounces off the inter player, goes into, into the, you know, into the goal. Amazing. Yeah. That was, that's a good shout. That's a, that's a good game. Yeah. That was an awesome that's a good one. one. Um,
2: honestly, the first time I ever, and now when I think about a game that um maybe it's just because of, how how upset i was as um as the game ended because i kind of saw it coming and you could only just watch as it was happening um was 15 16 uh round of 16 of champions league juventus Bayern and we went 2-2 in aggregate and yeah. we came uh we went to byron and we were up a little more in half and just fucking collapsed and i knew it was coming you watched it coming you you felt like we were just absorbing too much pressure and we couldn't handle it and and i remember punching shit and i normally don't, don't do that i remember punching <laughs> stuff like i'm like the most calm person like typically usually I remember like punching the floor and like sobbing because I saw that, was, them, and just, like, my, that, my that game will
0: make was, anyone oh, yeah. crazy that was that was the game that basically call out I mean referees completely screwed us and you can talk to any neutral fan they'll say oh yeah that's a goal it wasn't even like um yeah you can you can call it either way but it was two goals I remember being disallowed and Yes. Um it was quite upsetting. It was it was the famous Morata slash cuadrado uh counterattack which is like you yeah. can still see yeah. you can still see that goal on you know random uh football pages on Instagram and uh bittersweet bet- definitely it's a bittersweet goal um Ro- yeah.
2: Jonas Eriksson was the was the uh was the uh the referee The, for the that ref- game
0: that bastard. Oh, that I true. mean it was before VAR. <laughs> Who who knows if yeah. VAR was active at that point? Who knows how far we could have gone? It was we had a great team. And you, you know,
2: know, so dude, I Go think ahead. I think that team so two things. A, I think that team absolutely could have challenged that year, because we had I thought that wasn't that, that year that if that was the in-between year where we were in we went to back to back or yep. basically almost back to back champions league titles. I think, or um not titles, championship matches, but I feel like we that team was good enough to challenge. I mean, who I mean when you look at who got there in the end, I mean it was a Madrid Derby at the very end. I mean, I, I don't think of that Atletico team as being that good, but you know, what do I know? Um now I'm not saying they're bad, but I'm not s I am not I do not think of them as being like killers, you know. Um
0: It was like the famous was game nice. where where Everett didn't clear the ball, man. That's yes, all you gotta say.
2: And I love Evra, I love him, but God. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to say is that um, I've come to realize that, um, and I have this joke with uh, some friends of mine. I've come to realize that if a if a referee has um, two uh, two first names as a uh, <laughs> as a full name, he's absolute dog shit and should never be allowed to referee. You got Jonas Michael Ed, Oliver, Michael Oliver, right? Um, uh, Mike Dean. And um, fuck, Anthony Taylor, all (laughs) dogs. <laughs> Zach,
0: Zach, Zach is digging digging deep. The, that that wound is so deep. He made he made research. He did research on the names of the every, refs.
2: Well, every one of those well, three of those referees I know, willing like absolutely screwed you. That is in one point. I so, mean, yeah. Michael
0: Oliver. If I see if I watch a random EPL game, which doesn't happen more, uh, which doesn't happen often, when I see that that motherfucking face, that Michael Oliver, I am fill with hate. I just want to call him a trash bin every chance i get dog shit dog kevin shit. what's your what what are well, the games and yeah. then we'll, we'll move on to Z-
1: Zach Zach, you uh, surprised me there with your uh top match selection great game though i, I it's hard it's hard to challenge that but uh oh, yeah. atletico 3-0 with the ronaldo hattrick trick. Uh, definitely knew one of you two would pick that um, but also, like Juve Barcelona, 3 uh, 1 with the Dybala mm-hmm. double. Wow. And at the time, everybody saying Dybala now was the second coming of Messi, which clearly never kind of played out. Uh, you had that great uh, Man City game, right, with the 2 mm-hmm. 1, where you have the iconic slide. Right, new slide, right yeah um
0: and by the way i was gonna i was gonna release the shirts with the famous knee slide celebration like three days before quadrada went to Inter, and then i kind of posted on <laughs> on our instagrams like should i still release this did, did quadrada totally fuck this up for us and people were like yeah no one's gonna buy this but they're still there's still yeah, there's the, uh, is coming.
1: acl achilles so karma's a bitch mm-hmm. that's for sure mm-hmm. um Juve Parma 7 0 with that iconic like Tevez run too. Like that was a good one. The the one that that sticks out to me, which demonstrates the, what at least was at a time for Allegri was kind of this tinkering, kind of tactical changes uh, that really demonstrates, I think, the impact of his coaching on the game was Juve 2, Tottenham 1 when that return leg, mm-hmm. we we leave home, we were up 2-0, they come back, head to London 2-2. Two two. We go down, I think, what Hong Min Sun scored in the first half. And then at halftime, we were playing this, I think it was a 4-4-2. I could probably, I should have pulled this up. But I think we were doing like a 4-4-2 or a 4-3-2-1 um, type of uh setup but then at halftime he puts on Asamoah and Licksteiner and Mm -hmm. completely changed the dynamic of the setup and we were doing like a 3-4-2-1 because I think we had Douglas Costa, Dybala, Iguain up top and so it was just like 3-5-2 or 3-4-2-1 and the wing play as a result of that change completely Change the match, and I think the first goal came from a Licksteiner cross, and then the second one there was build-up play. Um, I think Iguain ended up having the assist to Dybala on that one, but that one yeah. specifically, I think, just highlighted the coaching ability and the ability to read the game and make a change. And I think that's what people are craving for right now. and And we'll talk a little bit later, I'm sure, about uh, Napoli match coming up and what he's going to do. Um, being down pretty much an entire midfield but like hmm. the, the creativity of doing something new and not being wedded to a formation and doing what's necessary i think we've we've missed some of that we've missed some Don't of forget that with, with Don't forget
0: speaking of referee mistakes Douglas Costa was was um was fouled right in the box that was a penalty that didn't go our way either go back and watch watch that yeah, referee mistake again um but it's also the him. It's also exactly. It's also the famous uh, post game interview by kellini I mean, it's it's a it's a it's yeah. a it's a gif now. It's a, it's a fam- every. You see kellini pop up where like two two EPL fan bases are beefing. You all of a sudden see Kellini oh, with his. You know, you you already know what he's saying in there. It's a history of Tottenham. It's a yeah. And <laughs> I I also bring it up on occasion to my Tottenham friend who uh, does not like it. But seriously. Tottenham people and Arsenal people it, it's like the shittiest rivalry and they they it's <laughs> it's it's the most innocuous it's the most boring rivalry where like everything stops at somebody showing an empty trophy case or somebody bringing up a Chiellini gift it's like it's so funny when those two fan bases are beefing and I have a friend which every conversation with him when he's telling me Juventus is not good, I was like, dude, are you serious right now? I'm just no. baffled by, by the audacity of, of Tottenham fans. But anyways, yeah, that's that's a good shout.
1: Yeah. And uh, the, the, worst, the worst match the worst matches kind of hits personally as well because I was at this game. I had a work trip uh, to London. I forget what year this was. I think it was uh, – somebody could probably Google it. 21, 22. Uh, Champions League match. I was there again for a, a work meeting, and then off of some like secondhand website, I get uh, tickets to see U of A Chelsea.
2: Chelsea.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and, and,
1: and sitting, sitting. Uh, oh, yes. Sitting, this was the 4 nil loss. It's our oh, biggest my God. Champions League loss <laughs> ever. Yes. I paid like $600 for this ticket because it oh. was like a secondhand thing. Sitting with a bunch of Chelsea fans, and just it it was, it was just the worst. I think we had like 28% possession in that game. I mean, it was just that game was brutal. That, that it was so bad, it was so bad, it was just players, forgettable. Just uh, that, that midfield line of all of the same profile player. I think it was like Betancourt, uh, Rabio, like Locatelli, McKenney, maybe. I, I, With McKenny there, I I just forget it. But it was like the same profile midfield block of of just these like central defensive midfielders all lined up, and we just got schooled.
0: So I'm pulling up stats from this game. Shots, Chelsea Uh, 21 21. against Juve's eight. Um, Shots on target, eight against two. Possession kind of evened out towards the end, 55-45. Passes, 510 versus our 438 uh blah 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 fouls the same yellow blah 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 corners 13 corners against three of ours yeah it was it was quite a pathetic performance that's a good shout i totally forgot that, how that, bad that it makes was it,
1: that makes it seem a little bit more balanced than i remember it being but but man, no, that was, was not that, balanced. Was brutal. that, yeah, was
2: that might brutal. have been the that might have been one of the few games i've ever done this where i actually turned the game off i'm usually like no, no, i live and die by it i think i was so mm-hmm. disgusted by that by that performance i think i just turned it off yeah, yeah. like hey, dude was, the people was... who score like fucking we let timo werner score a goal against like, <laughs> christ come on
0: he hasn't scored since uh yeah that, that was a good segment boys that was um some good memories and that some real fun. bad memories. Oh, okay. Yeah, some real bad memories. Do you guys want to look back at the win against Frosinone? Whoever wants to take it, take that over. Uh three two, much needed win. Uh it was one of those early games. The sun is still shining. Uh, it was like five thirty. Um uh five thirty here on the in on in Chicago. It was it's like three thirty in the morning, something in in LA on the West Coast, but I bet our uh, Australian uh, Australian fans were happy. Uh, shout outs to Australians, by the way, who follow UV and there's a lot of them, and there's a bunch of them listening to this podcast right now. The times they have to get up and watch, and Indonesian fans as well. From you know, I hear sometimes three o'clock in the morning. I mean, that's that's not even like early enough to go to work and not late enough to stay, kind of stay over. Uh, so dedication is great. I Yeah, it's, cool. it was an early game, sunshine game. Um, just give me two minutes before we jump to that. Kevin, tell me, uh, Kevin's been doing a lot of work for our Instagram page. And we appreciate you. Like I mentioned in the beginning, you know, his goal went viral. His, uh, his uh, video of the, his goal, that wasn't your goal. It was Vlaovic's goal, but <laughs> <laughs> you, you making that video went viral, which we knew immediately when you send me that video, I was like, Oh shit, here we go. Um, but yeah, d- describe your match day experience for us. You have, you know, season tickets, you, you know what to do um just walk us through it
1: yeah happy to uh so i have season ticket section 114 uh so when you're when you're looking uh on tv like right at the midway line i'm a little bit to the right and kind of right on the aisle there about uh, 10 rows up so you might actually be able to see me on paramount plus or fubo or whatever the hell you guys are (laughs) watching it on but uh Yeah, it's awesome. Um, So a lot of the matches, I have the kind of opportunity and privilege to meet up with Maurizio, uh, who many of our listeners know, uh, runs the Around Turin group, which is social media presence, of course, but um, also does a lot of uh, tourism services in and around Turin. Um, So he's got a travel agency group that helps with like hospitality transportation and experiences around turin and on a number of match days he organizes an event for international fans um you do get some locals and, and some folks in italy that take advantage of it but for the most Shout part luca it's an, yeah <laughs> crazy luca uh il presidente i think uh <laughs> he's, he's got some stories uh but uh Maurizio luca is
0: luca sorry luca is even animated for an italian i i yeah. we were sitting at a dinner once and i made a you know on the iphones the the time lapse just came out so i made a video of luca and the, the range of motion and and the craziness on his face luca is the kindest and the funniest person will ever meet so if you go to turin uh I just come up to mauricio and say Where, where's luca where's mother father <laughs> chances are he's right
1: behind him pounding beers uh (laughs) yeah so 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 we organize he organizes this event you have an opportunity to meet up with international fans from all over the globe call out uh folks from from indonesia and, and and from the far east and yes i mean their fandom and their fan experience is very different from us in the western hemisphere when it's a bit more of a normal hour to watch these games and these dedicated fans who travel halfway around the world to be able to go uh, to turn uh, to see this is it, it's really something to behold when you see fans come in and get to experience the stadium, get to experience the match for the first time. Maybe people have been streaming it on their computer at three in the morning for every game. And, and here they are, uh, with other fans that, that share in this kind of passion and experience. And that's really, really cool. Um, so you get to meet up with, with a bunch of folks uh, ahead of the match. And then uh, we normally go in about an hour ahead of time to watch the players come out, warm up. Um, the Allianz uh, environment and atmosphere is pretty cool. Light show, a lot of music. They've got DJs mm-hmm. going on. Um, now, I think some of the traditionalists are, and, and I get it, uh, not so keen on all of the the kind of the modern stuff that the stadium is bringing and like. Come on, we have a mascot and, fucking, and, a, and,
0: we, and we have a, a, and we have and a t-shirt cannon. T-shirt cannon yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, was. Uh, I think t-shirt cannon was when our doom was just, you know that's it that was the worst thing that could happen the, the most westernized tradition came to yeah. came to turin yeah
1: but look let me, little let... kids love it right i mean they, they yeah.
0: do they do let me ask you something if you were to make any changes to the actual stadium uh whether it be atmosphere or the layout or anything uh the stadium is pretty cool very modern uh I think it's a little too small. I feel like you had the de- team like you had deserved more than 40, 41,000 fans, but I'm wrong because it's rarely sold out. Uh, but what, what changes would you make to the actual stadium experience?
1: It, it's hard to criticize the stadium experience. It, it's like when it comes to the actual stadium and what the Allianz offers, right? I mean, particularly when you compare it to other stadiums stadiums mm-hmm. across italy it's uh, it's, in of, it's in a it's in a class of its own i went to uh juve sampdoria at the um, um the, the marazzi in uh, genoa and like it, it it looks like you're just going into like a bomb shelter i mean it, <laughs> it, it's just it's shocking that the you stadiums, piss in a
0: bucket with the, the other guys family, right
1: yeah they they have this i i'm not kidding when you come in and i i'm getting animated with my hands and i know people can't can't see it the away fan section you walk in and you're in this dark tunnel with barely a couple lights on you get to this point and there's a little hole in the wall that's maybe i don't know 10 whoa whoa inches whoa, whoa. By 10 this inches. is a family that, show that's where you yeah that, that's where you buy your beer there's just there's like a beer hole <laughs> that that's where the beer is sold for the away fans and and it's dark it's mildewy it's disgusting and you kind of go around a couple corners up this weird secret hallway and then you're kind of in the Mm -hmm. fan uh, corner where they pack away the the visiting fans but uh
0: oh my god yeah it's
1: a story for another day but but the Allianz itself is it's a remarkable experience What I would change, of course, is just getting the relationship right between Carva Sud, the Ultras, and the management. Um, There's always something that there's a discrepancy against. Right now, the biggest issue is a ban on, well, a ban on the banners. And so Mm -hmm. even though drums are back, megaphones are back, flags are back, uh, they still can't state like the group that they're from. And you're not seeing these big things for like Viking or nucleo and some mm-hmm. of these other groups that, that from the past you used to see. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it, it's when they're not enabled to be at their best, that's what hurts the stadium. And, and last year it was stagnant, right? Like I had a mm-hmm. buddy come in from, from out of town and was so excited to see the match. And my dad come in to turn to watch a match and these games, it was like kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the stadium environment with, with the and uh, you the witnessed black, you, you chanting you, an orchestration.
0: Sorry, you, you made videos um that also kind of went viral uh before the first game when Ultras came back and even like out on the streets, banners, flags, and singing yeah. and drums. It was it was it was quite exciting because I posted it on Instagram and people were really excited to see uh the atmosphere back and the performances kind of mirrored that as well. Uh I remember game against Torino when um when the fans were in full voice and it was a couple of games that you realized how important support is because last couple of years with the with yeah. the it was atrocious. Like you mentioned it was like a library in there when uh two opposite sides of this of the you know behind the goal decided not to chant not to support it was awful it was awful so this year we kind of saw them come back and and you see the difference and you made a great video that again i i encourage you guys to go to at studying giants on instagram by the way we went through uh Crazy uh, boost in followers, thanks to your videos as well. Uh, there's a video where you're focusing on Curvasud and all of a sudden, there's quiet, and then they jump up, throw the flags up, and start singing. It was it was quite quite a quite a yeah. fun experience. It was quite a uh, kind of a cool video. Um, anything else besides that? Well, until we move on to the game against Frosinone, and then we're gonna take a look ahead uh, at the Napoli game.
1: Let's dive into Frosinone. Zach, what do you think?
2: Um, so I'm going to be completely honest. We'll just pull full uh, uh, honesty here. Disclosure. Um, I missed the first half. Yeah, full disclosure. Thank you. And I don't want my head, my head blanked. Um, does that very often. Got you, um got buddy. I missed the first half because your boy was sleeping. Uh, I had gone out to the casino the night before, so I was sleeping uh it was also six thirty. 30
0: i wouldn't peg zach uh, as, a, as a as a gambler i don't know why
2: me oh dude don't, don't even yeah especially sports gambling like yeah
0: um, it's <laughs> mr fagioli over here i have a i have an article pulled up about fagioli maybe i should maybe i should take a uh take a rain chuck on that one but anyways kid, you were sleeping because you, were, did, you, did, you yeah. did you win did you win Nah no, nah no. I, I oh, didn't man. like I didn't
2: I didn't lose much, but you know, I didn't win. But you know, um I was also just we were there, it was a group of us, we were having a great time. We went for my for my I uh for my girlfriend's birthday, so we were having a good time. But um yeah, but I saw the highlights of both the goals and the assists, which were wonderful. McKenny was having a hell of a game and um it's we're a shame. To see. Yeah, it's it's a, it's really a shame. To see, because I remember watching that play that he like, hey, he like kind of makes a mistake and then makes up for that mistake and totally saves like a real actual scoring like possible like potential from Prosanone. Um they actually had a really good shot there and he just puts his body in a, on the line and just eats it. But then he didn't get up from that. And it was like and then they were like, oh, they showed him like working like working on him on the side, and I was like, oh fuck. They he separated his shoulder. It already looks like that's what what they're working on. Um the second half was um we fell into the typical, I feel like we're making all this movement and we have this, we have this we're controlling possession, but I feel like we're how many sights on goal did we really have one. Well let me let me let me do
0: while we get your thoughts together, let me go through a couple of uh stats here. I got pulled up. So it's so funny. We go ahead in a third minute and then they score in the 14th and then they score in the 27th minute. And then just like, what, what are we thinking? We're, we're down to one on the 27th, in the 27th minute. Right. Uh, Vlaovic, you know, finally puts us at level on the 32nd minute. And then the whole second half, we just go uh, through these emotions. And finally, uh, Rugani in 95th minute. Uh the guy's having a year. I'm sorry, you know, defensively, and now this. Uh, I was not the biggest Rugani fan, but I'm really happy with what he's doing. Um Rabiot uh sub- subbed out in a minute twenty nine and then uh Kostic subbed out in sixty-second minute, you know, McKinney with two assists. Uh, we finally got to see uh our boy Alcaraz playing more than you know, what was it, 10 minutes or so. Uh, he was he was in a in the twenty ninth minute. What did you guys think about him and his contribution?
1: I I think oh, he I was uh, nervous. It just he he needs a little bit more continuity. <laughs> I think he just his body language. I mean, he just doesn't seem super comfortable, and I think he's really eager to prove himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, very wasteful uh, with his shooting. I mean, there were two or three chances that that stick to mind where it's just uh, it wasn't even wasn't even close. Um, you even saw that on TV he misplaces a pass. Like you see him just kind of like apologizing to his teammates. I remember there was this one opportunity where I think Vlahovic was on and and he just he overhit it and was was like very apologetic and. Uh, you don't normally see that. I mean, it's part of the game, right? You misplace a pass, you move on, players pick up their head and they go. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's weighing on him. There's no question it's weighing on him. And, and so that's why I'm really curious with the forthcoming Napoli match, whether, well, we'll talk about it when we get there. It's just like, what is the mm-hmm. role that he's going to play in that game?
0: I'm looking forward to seeing him play. I, I have a good feeling about, about his contribution.
2: Yeah, I think what I liked about the most with him was the fact that he was constantly moving. Um, always trying to put himself in a position to where he was able to get open and look for a fat pass and take a pass. Yeah. Um, I did see a couple of passes from him that I loved the idea of um, that maybe didn't stick, you know, it happens. Um, but I feel like that was almost just kind of like uh, our play, especially in the second half as it was, you know, I feel like that was just kind of like the kind of game we were having. Um, I think you're right. He definitely was nervous. He definitely was, uh, uh, even though he was of a higher energy, it was like a nervous energy. Um, But I think, you know, once he settles in, I think um, I was more impressed. I was kind of surprised at his level of technical ability. It was better than I thought it would be. Um, And I mean, he's coming from a, yeah, their English championship, yeah, whatever. But like they're, it's a good Southampton team. It's not a bad Southampton team. So, um I mean they're going to be promoted this year. So, it's like uh, I was I know that there's going to be growing pains, but I I was pleasantly surprised, you know.
0: Yeah, so I'm looking at more stats here. Uh I'm I was actually shocked Sule didn't score against us. Uh the guy's on fire. Really hope he comes back to Juve after this great you know, great experience. Uh Bremer getting a yellow card in minute seven is not is not ideal for, for a defender, right? Um they they gave us a fight, man. This could have been I mean, if we if we look at uh you you guys go ahead, let me pull up uh uh the table, uh Serie A table. We'll talk about it.
2: Yeah, it's fine. Well, you know, I didn't the thing is is that they took their chances. The two the two chances that they really had, they took well. Um, I knew it was going to be a bit of a scrap because I always just feel like, especially when, when smaller teams come to play against Juventus, they put their, they put their big boy pants on. Like they want to go, like they want to mm-hmm. scrap. And I respect that. I mean, obviously I would, I would hope that they would show up and they would want to scrap. Um, Cause I don't want, I, I, you know, I want the points to be earned. I don't want the point, you know, say, hey, every once in a while, it's nice to just walk over someone, but for the most part, like I want to show out and do well. Um, but man, that's second like half of painful. It just, i felt like it was gonna be one of those we're gonna control um uh possession we're gonna get maybe one or two chance one or two looks out of 45 minutes of play we're gonna get one or two good looks most of it's gonna be wasteful we're gonna put it over the bar we're gonna miss hit the ball ball's gonna come off wrong um thankfully dude they were like yo we're gonna renew regani for um for, uh, you know, a lower, they're negotiating a lower wage. I'm like, shit, get, get rid of Sandro. You know, that's that's X amount of money that we're saving right there. And just give him a, I'm like, shit, keep him at his salary because every time we've called upon him, we've won, A, and two, he's shown up and played well. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to dunk on the guy. Yeah, he's not a starter, but who cares? Like, he's a solid, serviceable back. Like, I'm yep. not going to, great gonna person on. to
1: have on the squad. No question. Yeah, 100%. So I'm looking the, at the only team. thing I'd add to that. I mean, the, the second half, just just real quick. I mean, it, it second half was was painful, right? I mean, yeah. ball control, but not really sure what to do with it. Not much of a game plan. The looks that we had, we blew a lot of missed chances. I mean, it probably took halfway through that half before we had our first shot on goal. Right. The the thing that continually frustrates me is what is Kostic doing that keeps him on the field? <laughs> what is he same, doing? Same thing
0: Alexandro is doing that keeps him on the field. <sighs> I I, I, wow.
1: I, 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 can't, I don't understand it. He, he's not offering much defensively. When he's out there with Chiesa, they're both hugging the touchline. They're tripping mm-hmm. over each other. It's a net negative when they're on the field together. Uh, he can't complete a cross. Everything just is blasted into a player. I, I, I know yeah. Tim Weah has has not shown himself to be the player. I think we believe he can be. So if he doesn't have comfortable putting Timmy on the right and Cambiaso on the left, like why can't Illing start? Like what what what's what's the issue with with giving Illing a shot? I, I just. Yeah. And you saw in the first part of the season when Chiesa was doing well before he had this kind of period of, of injuries and knocks, he was playing well when Cambiasso was on the left. Because Cambiaso has that, that ability to kind of invert, come inside, right. a lot more dynamic, frees up space for Chiesa. They're playing off of each other. Um, Kostic and Chiesa does not work. And I just – I can't for the life of me figure out what he's doing to earn his place on the field right now.
2: Right. And this is where um, I, know I feel like, Yeah, no, this is where I feel like this is where we get frustrated with Allegri. It's like I know – like mm-hmm. Allegri, I feel like you got to be – like you're smarter than me. you got to be because where the position you're in and how much success you've had as a manager, obviously. But like explain this to me like an, I'm an idiot because – I don't see it.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's frustrating to see Ealing Junior. Not earn a spot. I'm pretty sure he's gone next season. I mean, if if I'm him, why am I staying? You know what I mean. He's a great player. I really enjoy seeing him play. But yeah, there's um, it's players that are kind of baffling to see on the field. Uh, before we get into an monopoly discussion, uh, let's talk about the top five in the, in the standings as of a couple hours ago, Inter finally leveled out with us as far as games played. So we're both on 26 games. The goal difference is so hilarious. Go, their goal difference is 55. Our goal difference is 22. Um, we're still in second for what it's worth. In The beginning of the season, they told us after 26 games, we will be in the second spot feel like a lot of people would be okay with that. Milan's not doing themselves any favors. They have 53 points. We have 57 points and Inter we have they have 69 points, which is a pretty big difference. We <laughs> I think you I think you have fans collectively unless you are, you know, fino alla fine all the way uh you you realize, you know, the the championship is pretty, you know, the the it's done. I mean, it's, it's done. It, yeah, it's, it's
1: done. are not. We're not overcoming twelve points. It's done. Congratulations yeah. to them. I, I, I just yeah. coming into the season. Remember, we did the prediction show at the very beginning.
0: That's right. Of, That's uh, right. Of the
1: season. I I personally got inter so wrong. I was looking at their lineup, losing Onana, Skriniar, um, Brozovic, and uh, Lukaku. The spine Mm -hmm. of their team, right? The the spine, like the key player going through that lineup, all knew across those positions and and thought that would be detrimental and too much to overcome. And man, was that just the complete wrong take. Yeah, they're they're even, even, you know,
0: even the game against us when Inter, they were simply better in every aspect. When you watched Inter play, it's like what took us several minutes to build, what took us to, you know, counterattacks and barely, you know, getting into their box, they would just make everything look so easy. Um, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. But you know what? We'll have Champions League, Champions League football next season, and that's what mattered. Uh, I feel like, object. You know, Allegri says it himself. That's the objective. <laughs> we are, we're doing what we were supposed to do, and that little glimmer of hope that we had, kind of before w- the winter break um it's kind of gone isn't it we we, we were we were yeah. trying to get to that it's number gone. one spot but i think we can safely say and that's okay that's doesn't mean you know there's so much bickering online i barely go on twitter anymore it's just impossible to to see people kind of diminish each other's uh fandom like the the way people cheer for juve it's it's, it's tough to see all of this stupid fighting you know it's, it's become kind of redundant you know this allegria blah, blah 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 let's just agree look look at their last five games i'm looking at fought mob here it's you know www for inter we have a draw a loss loss draw and finally we pull out a win um and i don't know let's it, kind of a segue to let's dedicate a couple minutes to talking about the game against napoli we're going to to naples uh never an easy game there what do you got for us Zachy?
2: well uh, so real quick just on inter like i think a, a lot of it i really gotta just give credit to Nzagi because i think i really i you know i think inzaghi is proving himself as being like one of the best managers in football right now and i hate to say that because he's playing for the wrong F, because he's managing the wrong F team but like mm-hmm. you you when i this team looks 10 times more effective than they did last year and that's just <laughs> the case in point of it. And um, it's just something that we're going to have to, like, we're just going to have to stomach it and swallow it and come back and kick him in the teeth next year. But you know, that's where we're at. Um, with regards to Naples, um, the the Meridano has been like a fortress to play in historically, like more recently. And, there, of course, there is no lack of enthusiasm for the hatred towards uh, towards Juventus there, obviously. Um, but doesn't feel like a fortress now. Um, I think people, I'll be really interested now, the sports bet, uh, sports better and me, is going to be really interested to see how, what the lines look like when they draw them, because uh, I think they're going to be heavily inflated um, for Napoli, because they ran Sassuolo off the pitch today, but if you watched that game, the the performance that Sassuolo put in might have been the worst serial performance I've ever seen in the team. <laughs> it was that bad.
0: I'm I was like watching shocked. at the gym.
2: <laughs> I couldn't believe how bad it was. The low, the amount of space they allowed guys that you know are killers in mm-hmm. in gaps to to move through is like shocking. I felt bad for their goalie. Like what are the their goalie had to he needed three he needed three of himself like at that point. So I think the numbers are going to be like really inflated, uh, which would be good for me because you know, I you know I know how to manipulate and work with that. But you know, anyways, um. I
0: have a I have a feeling we're going to have a new segment in the next season. Uh, uh, Turin Giants betting. Yeah. Gonna right. turn a gonna turn a, f- a few few eyes of de- gambling degenerates to our to our uh, to our yeah. podcast. <laughs>
2: oh man, uh, gambling listen, is not I'm a joke, by the that- way. No, it is not. I'm telling you right now, don't gamble the whole house on my my picks, all right? I'm just saying that.
1: Um, <laughs> you need some disclosures, but, my friend.
2: <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. I'm, I will yeah. give you all the disclosures. Um, uh, and honestly, um, the biggest issue that I'm going to see here is what we do in the midfield. Um, because now you got no Rabio. He's not going to play with a dislocated toe. And you got um, uh, McKinney, who's got a, dis- a separated shoulder. So he's not going to be playing. So you Know who do you got coming into the midfield? Who are you going to have? And I like the back three that we had last game. I honestly would feel comfortable having that same back three, um, especially if, if Daniel is not ready to go or is is still nursing uh some injuries. The biggest killer, the, the biggest kicker is going to be what do we do in the midfield? Um, because I think that's going to dictate how this game is going to go. Um, because I know that isn't bad.
0: Did you guys know Napoli is in ninth place?
2: Yes. They're, that's kind a shock. They, they, dude, they were so bad under Mazzari. I couldn't even believe it.
0: He came and went, didn't he? He <laughs> yeah. did.
2: Like he, he made Garcia look more confident. And that's <laughs> crazy.
0: I was
1: hoping we'd be facing Napoli with Mazzari still on the bench. This this new guy, though. <laughs> they, they couldn't uh, score the slovakia coach slovenia coach um
2: uh
0: slovenia. What, 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 yeah he's got two jobs what, what, watch out kevin we're gonna get a strongly worded letter where you don't know where napoli's coach is from the well, no, i'm not i'm not gonna get into it do we have we did a. I, I, we did it we did a star slovakia, we did a star slovakia. wars all right good job slovakia we did a star wars quiz lighthearted uh, I don't know anything about Star Wars. I just watched one one movie with my with my son and then I decided to quiz uh, shout outs to Matt Coco and Giovanni, both Star Wars fans and this nerd re- replies to us just not even to us. He writes to Dave and Dave you know happily makes me feel bad about myself. He's like uh, you said that uh, Yoda was 900 years old. he was actually 899. If you're an adult and you write that message, with with no irony in in your, just oh, I'm not gonna say anything. Anyway, I'm gonna mute myself yeah, before yeah. I do. But just listen. Moving on. Nobody cares about Yoda being 900 or 899. So okay, he was we're gonna make mistakes. We're gonna make mistakes <laughs> on this. But no, he he did a he he yeah. uh he, he explained why it was 899. He did but, the, uh, did the math. I don't give yeah. a shit. I'm no one. No one cares about Star Wars more than these nerds so anyway it was the beginning of the end basically but anyways Bro. going back Slovakia Slovakia yeah. coach
1: yes no no, no disrespect to to Slovakia he's actually the coach has done actually a nice job of, of turning mm-hmm. that national team around but just pretty wild that the choice of the uh, Lorenz to bring in a coach who has another job but uh Look, it seems to have they, – they had a nice draw against Barcelona. I mean, Barcelona's had a, a tricky season themselves, but they've been turning it around recently. And that 1-1 one, one draw at Camp Nou is a good thing for Napoli. This I just saw the Sassuolo score. I didn't. I forgot they were playing today, to be honest. Uh, they lit them up. They lit yeah. them up. I think it was 1-1 um, at one,
0: one point, I want to say. But, but anyways, yeah, it was pretty yeah. bad. I mean – Kivara, kid, was, Kikilia, uh, and I
1: always struggle to say his name. He he's ha- he hasn't had a good season. Right. Kavara has no. not had, had not had a good season, but he just uh two goals today. hat hattrick. Man, that's uh they're coming in with with um, some momentum. I mean, he's, Zaki, he's I mean
0: literally telly, I haven't heard that name in so long. When when you when you mentioned it, I realized that this is definitely a sophomore slump for him, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely
1: doesn't is. help. They, any, they, miss, that had, they miss Spalletti so much.
2: Yeah, they, it doesn't help that he's had managers that are subpar. Like, it doesn't help that. Like, again, it doesn't excuse all of it, but it's certainly – I mean, that team has been so ra- radically inconsistent. Um, what are you guys' predictions I, for the
0: game? I,
2: well, honestly, it's definitely not going to be no 6-1. I'll tell you that much. Oh, um, you know, given – who they have so they're basically to my knowledge they're healthy um I will say this uh Amit looks pretty good today again their what do you call it was bad their, their t- like their their opposition was so bad it, like you know it's hard to really take anything away from it yeah. um but the really the battle is going to be how do we handle their midfield versus our midfield and i think with the right personnel we'll be we'll be fine um I I I trust our defense much more than I trust Napoli's defense. Um not and that's exactly. what would you do
1: in that. the midfield though? What what would you do in the midfield? Cuz this is this is like where I feel like Allegri 1.0 would play it differently than Allegri 2.0. I I yeah, feel well, that yeah. that that this is like predestined where he's going to keep the same lineup. He's not going to deviate from 3-5-2 and he's going to deal with the the loss of Rabiot and McKennie just going to his next two central midfielders and putting in Miretti and like, Nicolò uh Nicolosi Calusi
2: right you just think he'll do some like like stuff and kind of keep it set keep in, in, it sound, instead
1: right? of potentially mixing this up a little bit right and and maybe trying to put uh, Chiesa, Yildiz and Dusan on the field, or going with like right. Dusan and Milic, right? And and just trying to better utilize the pieces that are left, rather than just sticking with that formation and putting in like subpar players. Like Mireti Mer- oh, yeah. has 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 had an awful season. He's not doing himself He's any done. favors to to stay to stay with the team next year. Um, maybe Alcaraz starts. Maybe he doesn't. Um, but this is a chance, I think, for him to do something a bit surprising. All
2: right. And honestly, I would trust Alcaraz to cut through that midfield a little bit and be mobile and be a little bit of a thorn in their side and get free and take a shot. Because I don't think they're, I don't think Napoli is going to sit back and eat pressure. They're going to try and put the pressure right back on us. So of course, it's they open will. up some space. Yeah, it's going to open up some spaces um, unless they decide to unless. Uh, Mr. Slovakian decides to and he's actually an Italian. So. Is
0: that what we're calling him now? <laughs>
2: yeah, we're him <all> Mr. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, he decides to, he's actually an Italian. Uh, his name is uh, actually, it's something funny, I laugh at it.
0: Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll, the, we'll, we'll, we'll pull that up. Do you guys remember the, I, I would be remiss not to mention the last game uh, at Allianz Stadium. Were you at were you at that one, by the way? where in Juventus 1-1-0, Kevin? uh no no, 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 i
1: was not at that one i was not what happens to your season
0: tickets when when you're when you're unable to go because i know you're a busy guy yeah uh yeah i
1: think think the timing of that one our daughter had just been been born so i wasn't able to get Mm -hmm. to to that one um if somebody has a uve card uh, mm-hmm. I can transfer the ticket to somebody. Um, I, I can sell it back to Juventus as well. Um, it, it's a hard process. Most of the time, oh, I just I eat
0: imagine. it. I mean, it,
2: it's...
0: You eat your card, right? Yeah. yeah, that's... Definitely, definitely the ticketing is so difficult. Uh, I promised you guys... I know it has nothing to do, but since we're talking about tickets, the the game again the the derby d'italia my my nephew went with his mom my sister-in-law um they spent about twelve hundred dollars on really nice seats for that game and it was his it was his first uva game i kind of like we you know when we moved to chicago we lived with them so uh he credits me as you know starting his love for for juventus for soccer he's He's in ninth grade playing with you know uh, kids in twelfth grade, so we're really happy for him. He's doing great. He was really looking forward to it. So when he came home, when he came back from Italy, uh, I, I literally like I'm I'm so bummed because your first Juventus game was a was a loss and kind of a kind of a boring performance by Juve. Uh, but yeah, the the ticketing is just so insane unless you unless you're either a member of the you know. Uh, like the member of the fan club or whatever it's, it's, it can go, it can be a thousand dollar ticket or it can be like a $50 ticket. It's you never know what, how much you're going to pay when you go to, to Europe to watch a game. Right. It just well, becomes. It, it's, so- the, it's the
1: problem with um, when, when the tickets are released, right? Like the face value of my ticket and I, I admittedly have one of the better seats you can have. Mm-hmm. That's not in like these crazy hospitality sections generally speaking the list price per ticket is under 200 euros you're looking 100 150 max per game mm-hmm. the challenge is if you're coming from inter- from internationally and you want to plan your trip around a game the tickets mm-hmm. aren't released yet
0: hmm, and, and yeah. so
1: you're, you're going to these third-party websites to buy mm-hmm. like a guaranteed right to that ticket and that price skyrockets, and I, I, I encourage anybody who's trying to get to turn to watch a match, if you have the ability to have patience until when the ticket goes on sale, which honestly could be a couple weeks ahead of the match or even like a month or two, and I know that's tricky if you have to plan international travel, but if mm-hmm. you time it right with the website, you'll get a ticket, like you will. They have available tickets, season ticket holders do not dominate all of the tickets you just wait in a, a, a line queue like on Ticketmaster, like you would for a concert ticket or something and you'll get in and and you'll yeah. save a buttload of money but if you're trying to plan way in advance you're gonna have to pay like five to ten x
0: list price here, here here's what you do as a president of an official president of a fan club here in in america uh if you by the way if you're in the chicago area um there's no point of joining officially now but you can come watch games with us but next season if it doesn't matter if you live in chicago or not if you know at least once a year you go to turin to watch the games just become a, an official member of your of your local fan club uh i got a couple of people who go to games regularly they just bought a, a j card they paid for it makes it a lot easier if you have official yeah. status with the club um yeah, I mean, we just we, you know, I we have a buddy who's waiting for, uh, like you said, the tickets are not available, Kevin. The game against Milan, which is at Allianz Stadium against Milan on April 29th, tickets are not available. I know it's kind of ways, you know, ways away, but if you know you're gonna go at least once, just become a become a an official member of your fan club. And there's you know, if you listening here in in the US. There's a new club popping up every month. So, you know, my, my, and not only uh, the US, you know, Canada has a bunch of fan clubs there as well. Um, Yeah. Join a club, join us. If if you have no one to watch, if you're in the Chicago area, if you have no one to watch this upcoming Sunday game against Napoli, come watch with us. Super fun. Uh watching with someone else with, you know, like-minded people, having a beer is always super fun. So do that. We're good guys. think we covered, covered it all. Let's um, see you know, an hour and 15 minutes here. Yeah. I love it. Uh, it's, it's a new, it's a, it's a new era here at Turin Giants. Um A little re, re, reconstruction here. So we're going to, we're going to move on. 10 years, this is season number 10 of of our podcast, and we, we couldn't be happier. Like I said in the beginning, if if you want to join, if you want to listen to a group of people who are just here to have fun, you know, fans of the team, of the game, you're you're always welcome to come back and listen to us. We will have we'll have to create a new YouTube page, but you know, new season. We'll be different. We're 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 gonna go strong and finish strong this uh this season, number 10, and then we'll uh we'll regroup and start start new. Thank you all for uh sticking with us through this difficult time. We appreciate it again. You know, we, we went through uh we went through a tough couple of weeks and I appreciate the, the you know the boys sticking with me, Zach and, and Kevin and uh again if you are a creator, if you know you can do uh youtube if you can do short um short con- what would you say short length content how do you explain like yeah. reels and all that stuff if you if you know you can do it get in touch with me uh at uve podcast on twitter uh touring giants show at gmail.com ton of ways to to you know get a hold of us so if 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 you're interested if you're good if you're outgoing if you're fun to listen to join us it's you know We're we're going to give you a platform, see what you can do. Boys and girls, Kevin, any last words? Zach, anything anything to add? Again, they cannot see you nodding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think the way you said it, right? This is a good place for just like-minded people, come together, talk about something they're passionate about in Juventus, but also just be friends and humans. And I think that's clearly why... Zachy and I are here and your other regulars, whether it's Sam, Adam, Rob, Uncle Gio, right? I mean, we've got that group of people and we're happy to be here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you guys. We'll, We'll be back. There's, you know, we, we lost two, but you know we we have a ton of people who ride with us, and we'll we'll have it's just the time worked out because Kevin is in the U.S. We rarely get to have him on. I hope you guys enjoyed his his company. Zach will be back regularly with me. We'll we'll you know we'll restructure just sh- re- restructure. That's when I know I need to <laughs> I need to say bye. We'll restructure just sh- uh, not getting better. Anyways, we're gonna regroup the show. Zachy will be my. Uh, my guy here, my co-host, and uh, we'll usually have either a third one or a fourth person join us. I find podcasts with four people a little too crowded, but if it's someone that we need to have on, I'll be happy. Uh, we're working on new guests. You know, shit don't stop. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep going. I appreciate you guys. Hopefully, next podcast will be a victorious one. I do feel like we can we can pull off pull off an upset. Um. Against Napoli, I know the players. When the new coach comes on, you know, comes around, players even in an in an NFL, when a coach is fired and new one is hired, players tend to, you know, react better and 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 want to get a win for for a new coach. Hopefully, uh, we uh, Mr. Slovakian is not going to get a W against Juve, right? Calzona. Here, here. Oh, I love it so much. Is he is he friends with Lasagna? Kevin Lasagna? Yeah. I'll
2: never, I really I'll wish never that was my that. name. Be so much. I'll better. never not not find that name <laughs> hysterical.
0: Anyways, uh, I've never meant this more in my life. Uh, be kind to one ch- one one another. Stay hydrated. Check on your friends and Forza Juve.
2: Forza Juve,
0: tino, <laughs>